Drunk I sitting in a sweaty room The smell of beer and noxious fumes For an hour they can share their life It's the tank, drunk tank, drunk tank, drunk tank, drunk tank I guarantee you that's a totally original composition I'm fucking sick <laughs> of that song <laughs> Not Is that on every week? That is the greatest song No, no it's, it's it is not It is oh, the okay. most obnoxious oh. I mean the song itself is fine I love the song But any bar you ever go to Somebody's oh, gonna right. start it yeah. Someone's gonna start singing it Right You just wanna like look out on everyone Just tell them shut up Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Farmahini. I am here working to eat at my stupid reputation you, you know, that you guys have built for me. <laughs> you know, I think what really ruined that song and pushed it over the top was the uh, Sopranos finale. I felt like it was, oh, that song sorry. That song was already played out. And then, like, that's playing during the very end of the Sopranos. Oh, and then, like, ever since then, I feel like you, you, you can't go more than two hours out hearing that song anymore. But do you, oh. you know what I'm talking about? When going somewhere, oh, like yeah. a bar, and people just want to... Speaking of which, I was driving home the other day. And, uh, you know, we have the Irwin Center here in Austin, which is like, I guess, our biggest concert venue. And I saw that there's going to be a con- – on September 22nd, there's going to be a concert with um, Foreigner and Night Ranger oh opening for Journey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Steve Carey's not in it anymore, right? Though, no, 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 no. They, they replaced him with some other guy, and then they replaced that guy with a Filipino dude who sounds just like just Steve, Steve Carey. I, I, I've heard him. You know, I used is to it the, Is it the kickboxing guy? <laughs> No. I used to walk by Steve Perry every day in Studio City, 6 a.m. I get up. He had like hip surgery or something, right? And I do my morning walk. And the first time I walk by him, I'm thinking, oh my God, that's Steve Perry, right? And so I was a little bit kind of, wow. So then the next day happened, and like after, week after week, and it, I got to the point where we were the head bob, like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> so uh, how's, how's the hip? Yeah, yeah, cool. how's the hip, old man? Cool. <laughs> no, uh, no fucking clue who those first two people are. Steve Perry. Not a very great way to start the podcast. Oh. Trying to eat at that uh, that reputation. Steve Perry was the uh, lead, lead singer. singer for Journey, and uh, who went on and did um, he did a couple of solo songs. What was his big one? Um, Oh, Sherry. Sherry, oh, that's right. Sherry. Yeah. yeah. And we have Kathleen here as well, Yo. by the way. I How forgot to introduce her. Sorry. And Hi, Joel Kathleen. and Gus. I'm Joel. Hello, Joel. Everyone's, uh, everyone feels kind of low energy. Is it because... Uh, I, I just got derailed by that whole conversation. It just derailed me. Did I just, you not uh, like Journey? Uh, no, I love Journey. Oh, yeah. I love that song. Yeah, I, I think the song's awesome. That should be like the, the main topic of the drunk tank is derailment. Derailment? Whatever thought oh. process you have. I feel like everyone always has an idea of something they want to talk about when they come in. I totally, I totally disagree. But what? I don't know. You think what? <laughs> I, I, if, you, if every time I've gone in and had an idea of what I was going to talk about, I feel like I've had more success than when I've just shot off the hip. Unfortunately, when I hear derail, I, all I can, I can look at Joel's eyes and I know we're going to talk about the derailment of the United States. So I don't know if we want to go down the road. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, people who don't understand what I'm talking about. So oh, I, I gotta say, you're like the more, the more I talk about it, the, like the more the more people seem to be confused. So I don't even know. You're, you're, some, like, it's amazing how many people come out of the woodwork where it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll say what's going to happen, and it happens. And then like, people go, well, Joe, let me explain to you, blah, blah, oh. blah. And it's just like, just, just so I, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up here. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm curious to see if someone invested in double goal last week, how up they would be by this point. Yeah. But so. Uh, double it'll, double it'll, it'll gold is a real too. thing? Yeah. Oh, I thought Joel was just funny. What no. is double gold? It's uh, double long. It, it trades at a multiple of two. Oh. So when gold goes up 1%, it goes up 2%. Exactly. Wow. But when gold goes down 1%, it goes down. It's, it's is that something 2%. you only do in Vegas or something? Is that a Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Nah, I had to tell you about a year and a half ago, I looked at gold and it was about $1,100. And I l- thought about it. 
right? I'm thinking, gosh, it's going up a lot. Now I'm kicking myself because now it's $1,700. Don't worry, it's going higher. This is a long run thing. I mean, in the, la- in the last week, it's like exploded right. higher, and it's just it's gone up ten days in a row at one point, and then two days ago it went up the highest in one day that it's ever gone, biggest single day gain ever, and uh, it just continues to go up. So, um, and uh, it's it, I mean anything that continues to go up, you're bound to have a little bit of a correction yeah. in it. But it's like that's a buying opportunity. So last Thursday, double gold was at fifty seven seventy five. And now it's at about sixty four thirty three. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's pretty significant. Yeah, but I mean, like we, we could talk about when we measure. When, when did I first bring this up on the podcast? Joel, D- double gold. The first time was yesterday or last week. Well, we used to be used to be a normal person, just be long normal like the GLD. Back so when, at any point, so like a hundred. It's up fifty percent in yeah, a year. G- I think. GLD is probably up like it's up fifty percent in one year. I think. At any point, can I trade in my gold stock for like a brick of gold? You can. You can, yeah. yeah. You can. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you, I it, asked it, about it, that. It costs a lot. Yeah. Like that, that a, a brick of gold, I, I like your picture, like, costs a hell of a lot like more before, than you think it does. Yeah, before, like Fort Knox gold brick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought before a long time ago when I was trading different asset classes, I was like, wouldn't it be funny just to get a giant bar of gold just to have it? Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm and on that, And just like yeah. have it, just like use it as a paperweight? Right. How does that process work? Where do I go to get my gold bar? There's there's different places that sell it. You want a gold like, bar? I'll get you a gold bar. Like bullion? You want gold bullion? I can get you a gold bar by three. Don't don't go to don't go to gold line. So um, the standard gold bars held by the gold reserve is four hundred troy ounces or four hundred thirty eight point nine ounces. If gold is trading at seventeen hundred dollars an ounce and say four thirty nine ounces, that gold bar would cost you seven hundred forty six thousand three hundred dollars. There you go. Well, there's a week of work right there for you. So you will, we will never have a gold bar paperweight. <laughs> is the short answer there? Well, we could. Yeah, we could. If we invest correctly and then we'll have enough money to do it. Then, and, like, how fucked up would that be to have, like, a gold bar as a paperweight sitting in your house that's worth more than your house? Yeah. Or it's worth more than right. my house. If someone <laughs> steals it, where do they go? Like, you can't go to a pawn shop. They're right? all cereal. Say, here's, they have here's cereal a numbers? bar of gold. Yeah. They probably they melt it down, I would assume. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, they, that's uh, what you yeah. can do. You melt it down and then sell it off in little chunks to gold buying places. Oh, that's smarter. See, than what I would do. I know. Yeah, is it? This is like, um, yeah, this is like the slowest week for video games, right? I don't I think, don't, hey, Fruit I Ninja, don't, Fruit Ninja, come on, Fruit Ninja. Well, there yeah. wasn't a single Connect. retail release this week. I think Fruit right. Ninja was the uh, the big thing coming out this week. Gus, did you did you finish La Noir? Yes, and all the DLC. Uh, I I don't know. I, I got to a point where I was kind of like, you know what? This is just not fun. This is just not fun anymore. I'm not going to finish this game. This is just like homework. Everybody, I just I don't like that. walking around in the street waiting for my controller to vibrate. What point did you get to? Uh, midway through the second disc. So you were like on what disc is that? Was that like that's you? You probably didn't get it. The was highs. the murder? It was the murder that was exactly like the previous six murders. Oh right, okay. right that one. I know where you were. You were right before it gets. It really starts to take off. No, uh, I thought the whole game was solid the whole way through. I felt like some of the Black Dahlia stuff early on was a little repetitive, but um, you, you felt like it was going somewhere, right? Yeah. Like obviously, this is part, a, a, a big picture is, is going on. Well, the best part were the, the newspapers, but I feel like newspaper stories were changing, and I just I wasn't even a part. Like I had no idea. I couldn't participate in the previous ones, so I was just kind of like, how, how can I? How can I just forget about this guy? How do I just transfer and do those other stories? Because mm-hmm. that that really seemed fun. You know how you do it? You keep playing the game because oh. the newspaper ties into the ties into the story. This guy right here. Yeah. 
So is there an end to it? I mean, you you play it through. I saw people uh, that wrote online. (laughs) The game goes on forever. Well, I don't know. I I I haven't played it, but I've I've seen people say they were disappointed. I thought I thought it had a good payoff. I like sort of like the reversal. Yeah, it was really good. Um, There's a lot to be said for the the arc that the main character goes through. I think throughout the story. And I think by the time you reach the end of it, it's uh, it's really satisfying. I'm not even sure how to like get into it without ruining it. I'm yeah, not sure how oh, to get into yeah. explaining it without, you know, you like can tell it, me it's, later. it's like in Western storytelling. There's certain assumptions that you make as a viewer, right. you know, and it's right. like if you can manipulate those assumptions, yeah. it's always interesting. I think. Yeah, it's like you, you know, you're so invested in your main character, then by the end of it, you realize that maybe there were there were other people who were better. There were, yeah. Or he was trying to live up to a standard set by another character or some other people. Right. Jeff, Jeff summed that up pretty well, I thought. Yeah, but I don't, but want, I don't, to say it. I don't <laughs> want to say it without ruining <laughs> yeah, exactly. the whole game. Because, yeah. It was did, really good, I thought. Did you guys see, this isn't a game, but uh, the radio-controlled car that somebody sent to the guys in Afghanistan and the guys actually utilized it to um, go ahead of them in, uh, in the Humvee and it, it hit the bomb as opposed to the Humvee getting hit? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, right. Like some a toy. Being well, like used you, for you, you know, if you you know if you play Call of Duty, everyone's thinking the same thing. Where it's like in Call of Duty, if you get a certain number of kills and you get a little remote control car car that that's goes true, out, right. and, but oh, it yeah, has yeah, explosives yeah. on oh, it, oh, okay. and you blow it up yeah. near your enemy. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I, clever. I saw. Uh, a I, I think that's underutilized in society in general. I think that could be used <laughs> to solve a lot of problems. I saw a documentary this past weekend, and um, as part of it, they were talking about. Like weird technologies or and like whatever, okay. But one of the things that they talked about was in uh, the U.S. Armed Forces when they're you know deployed in a combat situation that lots of times enemies will target the fuel tanks that are that, like the big sure. fuel tanks that sit on the back of their vehicles. Right. So they'll shoot a hole in it and then you know fuel is spilled and they can just light the fuel or the or the the U.S. soldiers run out of fuel. I guess this company up in Oregon invented this technology they call Battle Jacket where they coat those fuel tanks with this special three-layer coating. So if it gets shot, the hole instantly seals. And only like oh, that's a good tiny idea. droplets of fuel wow. spill out. It's like a run-flat tire. Yeah. Wow. And, it's yeah, weird. and they right. demonstrated it. Like the, the guy got an AK-47 and shot this oh thing full gosh. of holes. And uh, like maybe a drop spilled out. That's I'm amazing. sure there's all this secret awesome. James Bond-type technology from the private sector that we just know nothing yeah, about. Yeah, like, no, like, so. like the guy no, who, yeah, who developed it was like, you know, yeah, we heard that. You know, the insurgents think that they miss. They've been they've just been missing the fuel tanks. Oh my gosh! And they showed them like coating a giant like fuel tanker, like you would see uh, going out to refill a gas station or something. Right. See, then I'm always a person that says, "Why don't they make the jackets and the helmets out of that kind of stuff?" And then somebody says, "Oh, because it's just too expensive." Well, I'm like, the well, bullet goes through it. It's the thing. Oh, it does go. Yeah, through Yeah, the bullet it. goes oh, through okay. it, and then it holds. Oh, okay. Not very good for. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, for why, why don't they make the, the whole airplane out of the black box? Yeah, right. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> like exactly. I think we or have a parachute on it or something. We need bulletproof skulls. That's yeah, the only thing that freaks me out. Yeah. Bulletproof yeah. clothes, that's good, but oh my getting God. shot in the face. Just take, yeah. take it and inject that stuff directly into your skull. Battle jacket, apply directly to the skull. <laughs> Battle jacket, apply directly to your skull. When I was uh, in college, I did a ride-along with um, paramedics down in Long Beach. And we went on a call, and it was supposedly this guy got shot. That mm-hmm. He shot himself. And so we got there, and the guy's on on his bed. There's a little bit of blood, and there's a little bit of blood behind his ear. But, you know, the paramedics, he was fine. He was talking. They were t- checking his vitals. So they had to do protocol. They had to get him to the hospital. And they're like, yeah, you know, we don't know. He might just have, you know, been on drugs or whatever. So they get him to the hospital, and they're doing their paperwork. And they go in. The doctors take the guy in to do the x-rays on the head. 
There was, he did shoot himself in the head. The bullet was the type that when it entered, it, it fragmented mm-hmm. and it, it was fragmented in his, in his head and literally, I mean, he died. There was nothing they could do, but it was a thing, a situation that it didn't kill him instantly. And he was fine until then when it started to actually mm-hmm. do everything, you know, his eyes, he, he, you know, went into convulsions or whatever. So, so he, he got Tony Stark. Yeah, it was, no, it was, so just so you know. <laughs> it's a verb. Tony Stark. No, it was it was kind of one of the most amazing, gruesome things that I've ever witnessed. That's that's awful. I feel, I feel like, I feel like somebody shot me with a bullet no, about ten years ago. That just is slowly. <laughs> it's just taking its time. I, I read an awful we, story on Reddit yesterday about this guy in Chicago who like crossed the street. Then after he crossed the street, he heard a yell and he turned around and looked and saw a woman on a bike get run over by like a ten, uh, ten ton utility truck. And oh my uh, gosh. He, he went through a very vivid description of what he saw. Yeah, and that it stuff. Was, it was awful. You know, I feel uh, like when you're younger, it's like, yeah, let's look at this stuff. Yeah, Until yeah. one day you sort of <laughs> see, you see it. it. And you don't want to see. Yeah, there was a medic. You know, there's always medics on set, and it's like there was this one medic that had a book full of uh, pictures of like all of the different. She used to be uh, work yeah in an ambulance or whatever, and Whoa. had a whole bunch of different pictures of all the things that the she encountered. Oh my god! Good god! Wow! Poor, it's, it's just like never. I remember the sentence. Hey, let me see that book. Don't ask, don't say that sentence. So these I mean, were things was, that they saw, not necessarily on set, but maybe. No, no, no. This was before set. She was okay. uh, she worked in an ambulance. Okay, before, right. and um, kept a book of stuff. And that's it's like weird. yeah, it is kind of yeah, weird. And I was sort of crazy. like so. I was like, why do you what what's uh, yeah. why are you keeping a book? I can't I even remember. It's almost the like answer. a shrine. That's weird. Have you ever talked to doctors and nurses about getting how they get used to that stuff? Yeah, like um. Uh, we have these friends. Uh, she's a nurse. Her husband's a, a, a surgeon, and he was going to be stuck all day in surgery. And they're trying to have this family thing, but he got out early. And she's like, "Yeah, it's so awesome. He's going to be here." Apparently, the guy just died in surgery, <laughs> oh so gosh. he's coming to the barbecue. I, I guess it's. So. A I feel like everybody I, I, wins. I feel like that's the thing. I feel like all the medical personnel I run across, like when I go to the hospital, like it's it's like what you described is like they've been doing their job for so long right. that they're over it, and now they're just like now they're angry at the yeah. patients. No, no, I no, always no, get no, I always no. get the nurses like, come here, I'm going to get your blood, stab it. Oh, they're, 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 like they hate they hate you. Right, it's right. like the only customer service thing where it's like you can just like beat on the you know just, I'm going to stab you again, I'm going to stab you again. She she casually described this guy who was just so big, he was walking around. And his stitches on his stomach popped loose, and his intestines fell oh out. My God. We were like in a coffee shop. She was just talking about this so casually, and I'm here, they're scarred. And I'm just like, what's wrong with you? How is that not like, how are you not having nightmares about that? How are you not seeing a psychologist? How are you just saying this so casually and eating like your pastry? Yeah, I don't want to get to that point. Yeah, no. You, yeah. I, I did that to poor Matt Hollum because I showed him a video uh, of this. Because I, I liked watching the real ER because they show that stuff. They show the real stuff. Right. So I guess I'm one of those people that you don't like because I like watching it. And there was a really gruesome one. I'm not going to tell you. But anyways, I explained it to Matt. And Matt says, oh, wow, I, you know, I, don't, I, couldn't, I don't think I could stomach that. Well, I had videotaped it off my TV. No. <laughs> and so I, I tapped him on the back. I go, hey, check out this video, Matt. And he looked at it. And I've, I've never seen Matt mad. But he was like, <laughs> oh, damn it, Kathleen. I don't want to stop. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, he just went off. I was like, oh, sorry, Matt. Won't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I could probably watch Glass Ass on loop oh, and just keep laughing. Oh, well, there's you also, see there's it also, once, it's horrible. You see it twice, you're like, this is pretty is bad. You see it a third time, and it's just funny. We'll show you later. Well, there's, okay. also a difference okay. between, there's also a difference between, wow, that looks horribly painful and was dumb versus, oh, somebody died. You know, that, those are two different right. things. Yeah, exactly. You know? That guy yeah. might have died. You don't know. Well... If that guy died, he might. He, have been he lucky. didn't die. 
He didn't. I mean, before that video started, you already saw scars from some previous thing he did. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You guys want to keep talking about people, this? Yeah, okay, no. People let's have let's move on to Mr. Much, too much free time. All those people who didn't want to talk about gold are like, let's go talk about gold. <laughs> I sure so, hope those po- stocks, Marcus. Yeah, that's a no. I, I sure hope this podcast goes back to the financial category. We might have watched Mr. Hands at Work the other yeah. day. Oh, God. I know we, we talked about it a long time ago. I think when you first started. What's oh, that? Gus What's and I went hands? through a, uh, when I first got here, Gus and I went through a, uh, an exchange. We just kept showing each other really disgusting videos <laughs> on the internet. We had a gross off. <laughs> that, that's awful. I, uh, I don't want to do that. You won't do that again. Good, no. good times. All right, yeah. Definitely not a uh, conventional work environment. Yeah, I just want to say at this moment, like, when you guys put the links on my profile, I'm not going through them. Yeah. I'm not going to – don't embed. Don't <laughs> put the links. I'm not going through the links. I'm well, not interested. Well, luckily, we don't allow people to uh, embed on our website, so not a big deal. They see, no problem. You're way ahead of it. Yeah. Same. But staff can embed. Ooh. Yeah, no, no staff bum, members bum, either. Bum. This goes <laughs> out to those guys as well. All are included. I'm not interested. I don't want to see it. This is a chart. I'm only interested in charts. So I, uh, you know, speaking of video games, uh, I started <laughs> I playing. Exactly. I started playing Catherine yesterday. Have you guys heard wow. of it or seen it? Mm-mm. I heard, but I didn't. I, it's yeah. a fucking weird game. <laughs> it's well, like, what's the, what's the full title of it? Catherine. Wow. Okay. Well, that's weird. Yes. It's a uh, like a horror romance game. Oh my. Uh huh. It's really bizarre. It's like oh, no, no, I take it back. A horror romance puzzle game. <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. and uh, it's 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 actually surprise. Well, it's for me so far, it's surprisingly difficult. Why'd you get it? Because there's nothing out. Because right. there's nothing out. Yeah, and it, it's, uh, so I decided to try it. It's there- interesting now with uh, the wealth of games and how easy and fast it is to produce iPhone games, Android games, uh, Xbox Live games. We just have more and more variety. It just seems harder for a new developer to say what kind of game hasn't been made yet. Right. Like, what new genre can we invent? What but world? I don't, I, don't, you know, I, I don't know that they're looking for new genres. I mean, true. it's such a huge investment for, yeah, like, yeah. a big AAA full release. You know, it's such a huge investment. They want to stick with what works. Well, it's, maybe it's, not new genres, but less saturated to where mm-hmm. when somebody picks on a category, picks a category, they're not going to see 800 other games it's in like, addition it, to it's, yours. It's, it's like movies, I think, though. Yeah. It's like, you know, in the summer, you're going to see big budget action blockbuster movies. You know, they, they fall in that. Category. Yeah, I, I mean, I know, I know everyone tries to hit that like Christmas release. Like everything is around that Christmas re- release, and it's sort of like then everything comes out once, and this this happens every single year. Mm-hmm. Where it's like we hit the spell, where it's like, well, I guess I'll go back and play this thing or whatever, and then like all of a sudden, a two weeks span, oh, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's yeah. no way you can play it all. Right. It's the same thing every year. It's and like why not let just someone take the chance, just pull the release date forward. Just it's, right. it's also weird how I feel like the Christmas release has. <laughs> pushed beyond the holidays and now you get big releases coming out in january and february as well yeah i, I, wonder, like, I wonder a lot of the time it's just because they can't they got to push you know yeah. right yeah i feel like it's really stacked october to february and then yeah. then there's like a little more and then it peters off and then now you end up with like this week where there were no retail releases yeah yeah i don't know i wish we could uh i think marketing if i i would i would try to hit the the dry periods i mean kids will buy the game I mean, it's almost like I, a no-brainer I'll, I'll buy it yeah right i'll yeah. buy it I mean, January is great because that's people get gift cards. They don't get gift cards in November yeah, or the beginning of December. They get gift cards in uh, Christmas, Christmas, and uh, other holidays um, to buy if, the games. Yeah, gift, yeah. gift cards are, are amazingly effective. Well, you know, it's funny. Every year for Christmas, that my I mean, while Tyler, my son, was growing up, all my my sister would say, "Okay, Tyler, which game is it this year?" Mm-hmm. You know, and it was always a new Xbox game that he would get. So 
See, I always get socks. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much happening. It, it, I think I would have been displeased with socks as a gift when I was younger, but I can appreciate a good pair yeah, of socks. Yeah, right. what's going on. Yeah, I'm slowly making that slide. <laughs> it's like socks. Yes, and you socks sound good. I, I like uh, Target uh, gift cards, you know? It's like, wow, Target. I can shop on and buy anything I want. This portion of the podcast brought to you by Target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks oh, okay. for the plug. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever had surgery of any kind or anything like that? You ever had like- uh, I had a tonsillectomy when I was like 10. Do you remember it? Yeah. What, what was the worst part about that? The worst part was when I woke up. Yeah. Like, everything was fine, but then, like, I remember when I woke up, I just felt like my throat was on fire. Yeah. Like, it just, it was just so painful. Yeah, and then being disoriented and kind of out of it. What about you? What was the worst? Um, I don't know. I didn't really have too many bad experiences. After I got my uh, wisdom teeth out, I tried to call a friend because I thought I was fine because <laughs> of the drugs, and blood was literally like gushing out of my mouth as i was trying to talk on the, the phone and oh. i mean that stuff does crazy things to you i woke up after my last knee surgery and uh i demanded to see the head of the facility and tell them what a great comp like what a great <laughs> situation they had i was just like i'm so comfortable this is just an amazing i want i need to let him know this or her wow Wow! What about you? Oh God! What what surgery haven't I had, Joel? Oh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. You've had the, you had some. The you've last had some, one, though, I've never seen some pictures. The last one I put it up on YouTube and they took it down because they they said it was inappropriate. I'm thinking oh, it wait. was a surgery. I've seen people die on YouTube. I know, right? Yeah, no. I, the last one that I had was uh, where I had that. It was a it was a it was a new disease that. I was the fifth person in the world to have the surgery. <laughs> Did you put any music under it? Maybe system no, of a down? No, there was no. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you know, back in black. But no, it was, uh, I had this uh, vein and, and tumor wrapped around my spinal cord. And it was causing the right side of my body paralysis. And um, so they went in, they drilled in five vertebrae and cauterized the, the vein and pulled the tumor and everything out. And literally when I woke up, uh, the pressure and the pain was gone, and then the next year I did the world championship outrigger canoe thing. So like I was, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty intense. Fuck I mean, it was that really painful. Man. It was really painful. I can't. I, I got out of that and I was. Uh, yeah. Can I have the oxycontin, please? Yeah. But that was, you know, that was the third surgery in one year. I had the, the, the fusion on my neck, and then I broke my neck, and they had to refuse it. And then two oh months later, God. I had that surgery. You're the bionic woman. That's right. Better, stronger, faster. Worst, worst year ever. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Sheesh. Were you, were you going somewhere with that? You know, I remember being seven, and I remember being like, I had a birthmark on my leg, <laughs> on my leg. I still have a scar for it, and I remember the doctor being like, oh, look at that birthmark. Well, that could be potentially uh, Cancer. cancerous when you get older, so we need to cut that out. I'm like, all right, cool, let's cut it out, no problem. And he's like, all right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take this needle, and we're going to stick it in your leg. All right, cool, so we'll do that. And then what we're doing is we're going to cut it out. If you're ready, I'm like, okay, let's do it. And so they stick this needle in my leg. And they hold it there for a minute, and I'm like, okay, okay, it gets numb. He's like, all right, now we're going to cut it out. I'm like, okay, cool, let's do this. This will be great. Pulls out the scalpel, and I'm just sitting there watching, stabs into my leg, and uh, blood just starts pouring out of my leg. And he's like, okay, and we're cutting, and I'm like, all right, this is great. And then it's like at some point I made the connection where I was like, wow, look at all that blood. That that blood is my blood. (laughs) Boof, passed out. And now ever since then, I'm like scared. Crapless oh, of yeah. like I can't like, like giving blood or and any of that stuff. It's just like yeah, especially if you're young, that'll uh, that'll traumatize but, you. Yeah, dude. And what was the doctor thinking? I mean, he was just like, yeah, come on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, trying trying to put like, you at ease, acting like right. it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, and it's like looking back, it's just like I he it's probably just trying to get insurance money. <laughs> you know, it's just like. I, uh, 
when I came, I was coming out of a, a, a surgery procedure, and I did something like Brandon did. Um, this doctor I had was really good looking, and so when I, as I was coming out of the anesthesia, um, I remember he he said to me. For the third time, I'm married and I have three children. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, what wow. did I ask this god, guy? That's right? Crazy. I know. So then I had to do a follow up, and I was like, I don't know what I said to you. I'm so embarrassed. I'm really sorry. Like if I said something inappropriately, and he said, you know what? Hey, he goes, you you have no idea the stuff that we hear when people are under. But he goes, you were fine. You were fine. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I had an endoscopy a couple of years ago, and I like they don't put you out for that. They give you like the but twilight, la, la. yeah, right, where you forget what happened, and. Um, <laughs> So, like, I went in, they gave me, like, the one injection. I was like, whoa, I feel kind of woozy. And then they, like, start wheeling me over to where they're going to do the procedure. And they give me the second injection and, like, you know, gone. Yeah. And then, like, I come to and I'm, like, when I finally regain consciousness, I'm, like, eating a pizza at Manja. You know, <laughs> so, like, hours so later. Weird. And then my wife was mad at me. And I was like, you know, what happened? She goes, you were such a jerk. Oh <laughs> so what did I do? She said, like, after the, the procedure, they wheeled me back into the... Into I guess like the the waiting room or whatever, and like they're like, okay, you know, here, put your clothes back on. I was putting my clothes back on. The doctor came and explained everything, and like I guess gave my wife uh, a pamphlet like information about the procedure. And then as soon as he left, I was like, give me that, oh <laughs> and I took it from her. And she said that I just sat there staring at it. As you oh could tell, I wasn't reading that my eyes weren't moving, but I just had it in my hands. It was staring, and then. The, she was like, are you done with it? Can I look at it? So I gave it back to her. Then she said, like, ten seconds later, I was like, what is that? Oh Give me that. And I, like, I took it back from her. And Whoa. It, was, it was just like that. Like, I was just such an ass. I was like unfiltered Gus. Wow. <laughs> so if yes. you have wow. dementia, you're going to develop yeah, right, in 20 right. years. <laughs> there was another thing. I guess the doctor was explaining, uh, like, everything to my wife. And then I said something like, don't explain it to her. She won't understand. Oh, my God. But <laughs> how you really feel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. And I, I, she was she was really mad. And then I was like, sitting down so- at the pizza place and I was eating like a barbecue chicken pizza. And I was like, who let me order this? Like, I would never eat this. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with oh me? Oh, my god! It's so weird because it's almost like dreaming where there's no That's sensor, scary. but yeah. you're not you're- dreaming. You're out and about in public. Well, I had surgery on wow, my uh, thumb one time because yeah. mm-hmm. I uh, stupidly stuck my thumb into a table saw when I was in college. <sighs> And uh, that's a whole other story. But, yeah, anyone who's gotten surgery and you get that uh, that you, anesthesia, yeah. it's like, all right, count down from 100. Right. 99. 90. <laughs> gone. <Yeah. laughs> and then it's just like – and then the next thing you remember – I mean, I remember I just – I remember laying in bed right. and just like – I remember saying – someone coming up and going, okay, wake up now. Uh, yeah. And boom, I'm, I'm awake. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, it's what the – It's under hypnosis. Cra- yeah, it's crazy. I right. mean, it's like yeah. I don't understand how they – did they chemically wake me up? Or I mean, I don't – I really have no understanding of how all that went. Uh, I, yeah, they do. They I'm can't not, give you a chemical to wake you up. I have a hazy memory, yeah. and I don't even r- yeah. really remember where this is from, but I remember being in a doctor, coming out of the anesthesia, and it's like they give you the robe. And why is that fucking robe always too small? That <laughs> 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 robe is always, <laughs> always too fucking small. Is there not enough money your, in the in uh, healthcare uh, business to get bigger they, fucking robes? They want to see your junk. What? No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. No, like, I was out of it. Like, why do they need quick access I was out of your ass. I was That's out what of I was it. saying. I said, these doctors are no. totally copping a, a look. When I was, I'm under, man. I know they're lifting this freaking blanket. I, I was out of it, and I didn't know what was going on. Oh. And so I put the robe on backwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh so it was your, like a robe, oh, and okay. it was like too small. And so it's oh. like, well, why is this? This isn't re. And so you've got the two little tiny <laughs> things. And so it's like, in hindsight, I remember the nurse walking in. And basically, 
I'm like presenting my genitalia, <laughs> basically, like the robe with like two curtains, you know, and my genitalia is Johnny Carson. And the other <laughs> you know, it's just, you got the the tie rope, just like just under. You know, it's like what I was like. This this is not. Oh, the, that's. Crazy. Did you have a did you, pipe? Did you have Ed McMahon yeah. going? Hello, yeah. God, man, it's just like. <laughs> I mean, it's like that's funny. that's the joke in the healthcare. It's like, well, let's pump him full of drugs and then give him this tiny robe and see what happens. <laughs> it's it's like that. I mean, just, have you ever seen that video? Uh, it's it's kind of old now of that guy at the beach who is so drunk that he's trying to put his pants on like a shirt. Oh God! Oh, I've and never he's, like, seen that. Got his oh. arm through the leg and is trying to get his arm oh, in the other God. leg. There's never, there's those never get old. Like drunk people in public, God, and it's just like they're fighting gravity. That okay. never gets old. There was one we never talked about it on the podcast, but there was one from the UK a couple months ago. Like some dude who like falls down a flight of stairs and like stumbles home and. He, like, left his wallet somewhere or lost it on the way. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the link. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Did you guys ever see the one? It was a, it was an office building, and the people were looking out the window, and there was a minivan that was parked in front of their place, and the guy had the sunroof up, and he was rubbing it out. And it, it's one of the funniest videos. And he, and so here's what happens. Like, they're all laughing. Like, oh, my gosh, we can't believe he's doing it, right? And so finally, one of the people from the office walks down and goes in front of the car, and he kind of waves at the guy, and then he points up, and the guy looks through the the open sunroof to all these people just laughing their asses. And he, he had a towel, right? He had, like, this towel over it, but he, the motion. And he throws the towel aside and, like, puts it in gear and, and takes off. But, I, I I mean, I laughed so hard. I'll find it because it was – Yeah, you got you to send me that. i yeah, got to link that. I've, was, never, I've never seen that one. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. It's always that moment of realization captured that's always <laughs> the most – brilliant. Like, but come on. Who of us hasn't been there, you know? <laughs> hasn't yeah, been oh, in, in a van with the sunroof And leaving the sunroof open, that was, like, the yeah. – Well, my, son, my okay. sunroof open was the robe that we just talked about. <laughs> yeah, right. So. There's a great clip on ESPN. I think it was that UTEP game, El Paso, and uh, they have, like, this big field in the outfield, and they were zooming in on this couple, and she was totally reaching through his pants and giving him a (laughs) mammoth hand job. And uh, the the guys, like, they did that little football circle, (laughs) the little digital circle, and they're like, I don't know if they were oblivious or what, but that totally got broadcast. I I almost got stabbed and murdered on that hill. <laughs> what? Oh when, I, when I was like when I was like fifteen, I almost died there. Oh my! We were. I was up there. <laughs> I was up there with uh, with some people I knew, and uh, it was summer, so like the school was pretty much closed down. And we were dumb kids; we were teenagers, so we were like throwing rocks from there, trying to hit the football field. And uh, one of the dudes I was with threw <laughs> threw a rock, and like it was really far, so he like threw the rock up in the air, and then some dude came walking out of uh, the stadium, like, onto the field, and the rock hit really close to him. And uh, he, like, yelled something at us, and we're being dumb kids. We, like, yelled back at him and kind of were yelling from a distance. And then the dude very calmly leaves the stadium, goes to his car, puts his bag up, then pulls out a giant machete and <laughs> runs up the hill. Oh, my Apparently, God. This, you hadn't been the first people to throw rocks. Uh, yeah, and we were, like, <laughs> prepared. we were like, oh, fuck. He's <laughs> like, well, this time I got my machete. <laughs> we had to run. Like, we, we ran. Uh, down the hill, and I remember, like, we, we ran, like, building a building trying to get uh, away from him, and at one point, we, like, we split up so he wouldn't find all of us, and uh, I was I was trying to walk calmly down the street at UTEP, but the, the school was closed, there was no one there, and I saw his car, like, come screaming around the corner, and, like, drive past me, and then he, like, slammed on the brakes and jumped out, and I was like, oh, shit, like, he found me! Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, it was, it was like something out of a horror movie, like, I ran into the nearest building that was open, and was, like, going through the stairwell, like, going up, and trying to go back down and get away from him. 
And eventually, like after forty five minutes, was there lightning? I had to get. I, I got away. Was no, it? no, thank God. Oh my See, God. I wondered. Like that's that's Light, lightning and silhouettes. Yes, <laughs> that's that's childhood, right? Childhood is throwing rocks at shit. You should oh, be yeah. throwing rocks at. Yeah. Uh, now I want to get a knife. Do you guys remember Ding Dong Ditchum? We did ding dong ditch and we'd go through the I, neighborhood and we'd ring the doorbell and we'd run. Right, right. And we got pulled into house one day, right? And the woman's like, "We're going to call your parents now." Could you imagine that now? If somebody brought a kid into their house, I mean, they'd be arrested yeah, and thrown yeah. in jail. I'd you know? shoot him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I once hit an, uh, a woman with a uh, McDonald's bag full of food. It was pretty awesome. You hit a what woman with a McDonald's bag. Full Dropped of food? it on her head. We were really bored. Like from Wait. from what kind of height? You, you have to elaborate. Yeah, Come yeah, on. I, mean, like, I cannot picture this. Yeah. I mean, we, were, we were at some like kind of tournament, and it was just a few of us. It was extremely boring. What kind of like tournament? A karate oh. tournament. Okay. And, uh, karate skills to use, apparently. <laughs> it was a gymnasium. It was a gymnasium, so you were in the stands, but every so, uh, every so often there was just a cutout where people could walk through from the locker room. Right. And uh, we were just looking for people, and as soon as we saw someone, we would drop bags just full of uh, McDonald's food, and we hit this woman, and it was awesome until she came up and yelled at us. Did not, did not foresee that happening. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to drop food on people, and everything is going to be okay. Yeah. There's no consequences. Uh, There's no consequences. Yeah, no escape plan. No. no. Like they can't get up here. That's we're like, right. they we're, can't see us. We're five steps up. It's kind of weird that your uh, your machete guy and my uh, McDonald's bag head woman are listening right now. Did, and, uh, did any of this result in any? Have you been in any fights? Uh, yeah, I've been in two fights. It's cool. Your parents love it when you're in your first fight, so you fight again, and uh, <laughs> not as much. It's like one of those rite of passage things, you know? They're like, "Oh, you got in your first fight. Let's go get hamburgers so, yeah. and okay. throw them at people." Yeah. What about you? you <laughs> Come on, son. No, I've been punched once, but that's it. Yeah. Dude, I got into this one. Which fight. is shocking. I should have been punched a lot more. I, I, da- I don't know if you guys. Da- I was at daycare. You're gonna you're gonna get some fights at daycare, <laughs> dude. They, they, that's like prison bad. for kids. <laughs> That's true. It's where they train you. That's yeah. right. That's where they train you. Make um, your first what was shank. your fight? What was your fight, Joel? I have second thoughts about it. <laughs> no, just, just <laughs> tell me. Now you got to Dude, we were, I was at this uh, – I worked at this job when I was in high school uh, I, called uh, – I, I, it's pro- probably a company that's been defunct. It's no longer in business, but it was like Child Zone or something like mm. that where it was like mm-hmm. you get a bunch of children oh. and you put them in an, a room full of pads or whatever and they beat the crap out of right. each other or whatever. But we had like some party where there was like – 20 of the employees there, and so I, we got really drunk, uh, and um, I guess it was an after-hours sort kids of there. party. Okay. There, were, there weren't kids okay. there, I should say that, but I got really, really drunk, and my friend, who was a, a big dude, and some other big dude were like sort of, you, you could see it coming all night long, and then finally it got to the point where they were sort of facing off, and, and uh, I had an empty... A bottle of a Corona in my hand, Oh my and I was God. really drunk, and I was thinking to myself, well... You know what I could do? Is that I could just chunk this empty bottle of Corona at his head. Oh, my God. And then it would break like in the movies and it would knock him out. And then we would just immediately get to it. You know, it would be fine. And so this logic to drunk Joel drunk, seemed, drunk thought, perfect, drunk thought. Yeah. seemed perfectly logical. And so what I did was um, I went ahead and took a swing at him. But you know how there's like condensation on the <laughs> outside of the bottle? <laughs> Well, basically, I totally missed. Thank God. And the beer bottle goes out of my hand and goes clink, 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 all the way to the end of the parking lot. <laughs> and like 20 dudes who are all getting ready to go in a fight all stop and look at this beer bottle and go clink, 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 clink. And then it's like clink up against the, like a light at the end of the parking lot. Stop for a second. 
and then full brawl. It was oh. just a full all out, just like I just started. I was about to say, didn't, 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 like, didn't like follow the trail of the beer bottle <laughs> right back. back. I'm like, there yeah. you are. It was just like it was just like it was it was really wow. bad. It was wow. really bad. I got did you get murdered? Him? Yeah, did you? I got murdered, but um, I was so drunk that it was uh, it was fine. It was, just, <laughs> <laughs> it was so drunk, but it was pretty bad. Ow! Yeah, uh, don't do that. Don't ever do that. Don't learn, learn don't, from our mistakes. Yeah, don't don't yeah. don't throw rocks. Don't, don't drop I mean, McDonald's thank, bags. Thank God that I did miss because, like, dude, you hit somebody with a glass bottle. I mean, they could kill somebody. Yeah, you know. I mean, right. you know, that, those things don't shatter and everything. You know, that at one point in your life, don't you want to take a like a beer bottle and break it? Break it like halfway and, and have like the yeah, the like jagged, jagged edge. I'm just yeah. afraid if I do it, somehow, it's like gonna like fling in my you, eyes. Ever, right, like it's right. just gonna, something's gonna go wrong. Have you ever like opened a beer bottle? And then what happens is um, the, it, 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 it breaks the glass. Oh, like yeah. it takes some of the right. glass and so you've got mm-hmm. like shards or whatever. <laughs> but, of course, you're drinking beer so you're drunk. <laughs> so you're like, well, whatever. I mean, that's like a mistake you make one time. Mm-hmm. And so and like – And then another time Yeah. And it's like – and then it's like, oh, where did the shard go? You know, did I just drink a shard of glass <laughs> it's in, in your my beer? It's in your intestines. It's cutting yeah. it up. Yeah. So um, now I don't even like broken beer of any – I don't want to break anything now. I don't yeah. want anything to break. I want everything to stay together. No more broken stuff. I like the status quo. Okay. Yeah. That works for me. No more broken stuff. No more fighting. I'm too old now. I'm old now. Yeah. Right? You're no, old. I'm old. No, fuck that. Is, yeah. I want to go to bed early. <laughs> I want to yeah. wake up early. That's I want right. to eat my dinner like at 5 p.m. Fuck yeah. <laughs> go to bed at 9. Yeah. That, that's a fucking wild life. Man, I'm, not, I'm not paying full price to the movies. Fuck that. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Fuck that. <laughs> Man, we have uh, we have PAX coming up. I just thought about. It. I was thinking about like going to bed early, and I was like, yeah, "Oh luck. shit, PAX is like in two weeks. We got a fan expo That's in two right. weeks." Oh, I'm excited. We got a, good we got some stuff coming up. Kathleen and I were at Comic Con. It was a good time. Yeah, that was, was Comic Con. A lot of fun. We had a good time. Really cool. Yeah, I got a chance to get to know Brandon a little bit. He helped me with my camera. I got a new camera, and uh, he gave me Camera 101, which was very helpful. Bernie and Griffin were out and about, like mingling with people and. Getting I'm drunk. Kathleen and people. I just went downstairs in the hotel bar, talked <laughs> about her shot. camera, and went to bed. Yep, yep. Well, that's, you're, a, that's you're, the thing that no one knows is like, if you go to those events and you really work them, you know, by the end of the day, tired. you're tired. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's like, everyone's, hey, let's go party. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I try to go to those parties as much yeah. as I can, and it's like, I'm a zombie. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. I, I just so spent like, 10 to 12 hours standing talking. and talking. Standing and talking, 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 talking. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll lose it's my, I'll lose my to, voice. It's yeah. hard to describe. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really, truly hard to as describe. As fun as it is, it's exhausting and draining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I love doing it, but yeah, it's just. Um, Again, spread it out. Yeah. Like the game Kathleen's works. going to Fan Expo in two weeks. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to PAX in two weeks. Joel will be at PAX very briefly. Brandon, I'm sorry. I don't think you're going. You'll, oh. you'll, you'll be here on the fort. But you just had your fun at Comic-Con. I did. And uh, we have – I can't believe we scheduled I, – I can't think of the last time we had two events the same weekend. I think it's been a few years. I think we yeah, – the last time is... we did it, I think we decided it was a horrible idea. Right. And we should never do it again. Uh, but here we are. Yeah. Separating the troops. It should be. It should yeah. be interesting. It's, we have we have a lot of stuff to do at uh, at Halo Fest at PAX. Yeah, that should be. There should be some stuff that uh, I don't know what's been announced and what hasn't been announced. But there's going to be stuff. There will be stuff. There will be stuff. There'll be PAX and there'll be Halo Fest and there'll be Fan Expo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's wrap this up. You know, it like, sounds like we're long. trying to be secretive about it, but in reality, I just don't think we know. I think we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with that. I got a plug. Yeah. Can I, like, plug the shit out of something? Plug something. Do it, babe. Uh, John Erler. He plays uh, Agent North. He's a part of a comedy troupe here in Austin. Mystery uh, – not Mystery uh, – Master Pancake Theater. He played the um, the army guy in uh, the Angry Birds yes. trailer, yes. right? Yes. Oh. He's the uh, the army guy. 
And they are going to Seattle this weekend, Portland next weekend. They're basically touring around the U.S. very slowly. And uh, what they do is they, uh, you go to the movie theater and they heckle the movie. Uh, and they do popular movies too, so it's a lot of fun. They just did Twilight, the second one. Um, I think they're doing Breakfast Club in Seattle this week and Portland next week. Uh, it's something I've been going to for, for seven years, ever since I've been in Austin. Travolta-thon, first one I ever went to. Just highlighted clips from John Travolta movies. Lots of 80s John Travolta movies. And probably some Battlefield Earth. Wow. A little bit of Battlefield Earth. And they just heckle it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I and, love uh, that and in the middle, they have like this, they stop the movie and have some dumb skit. It's a good time. Oh my gosh, I would love it. It's that. probably like, it sounds like a live action uh, Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, yes, that's what yeah. I was, yeah, exactly. Well, cool. We'll be sure to link that in the link dump. Awesome. All right, well, let's wrap this shit up. Anybody else have any plugs? I do not. I do Medical not. gowns? Medical gowns. Double gold. This was fun today. We have a new shirt coming out pretty soon. I'm excited about it for selfish reasons. Which shirt? Does it the, say Brandon? Uh, the, yes, it's the Brandon 2.0 shirt <laughs> that I cannot model yet because I have a lot of disgusting facial hair for a specific reason. But there will be uh, there will be some sexy pictures soon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks. Bye.